do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to, as I say every week, all of you really awesome, amazing, figure it out, break out of the norm, anti-status quo, innovators and creatives and artists and, um, you know, people who just believe in maybe following a little bit more of their own path or considering following more of their own path, maybe unsure maybe you feel like you know an outcast maybe you feel different in a lot of ways because you like to do things different like to think about things differently um and you know and we have we have entrepreneurs and we have ceos and we have all kinds of people who just tend to either think different or want to think different as i just said right and so uh you're not weird you're actually very much understood here on the podcast uh, I get you and my guests always get you, as I say, and I say this each week because um, kind of like to affirm that you guys are not crazy, which is in alignment with what I'm going to be talking about today. But first, um, for any of the new listeners, because we have a few, I want to really just thank you guys for being here. I'm Matt Gottesman, if we haven't already met, and I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to this podcast, whether you got here from just by accident or somebody shared it with you really appreciate it. Please feel free to leave a rating and review. Um, it definitely helps the show, um, you know, get further reach. And for any of you that have been listening since like day one, if you could do the same thing, that would be really grateful if you haven't already. Uh, and you know, we're, we're, we're cruising. We're really making some head waves. Um, and for the new people, um, I typically either do solo episodes or I have guests on. And this week I'm not going to do a guest, but I'm not going to have a guest on the show, but, (laughs) um, I, uh, you know, I want to kind of preface by saying that basically I, I, I started the show with the intention of not glamorizing and success and that it's a very arbitrary word. Everybody that listens always hears us in the beginning of the episode. It is a very arbitrary word because who are society to define what that word means to the masses? And it typically has been defined to the masses um, with metrics and titles and, you know, lifestyles and things and all that other stuff. But that's really just not the case. Success has to be defined by you. So we explore those things, whether it's um, in your personal life, in your business life, in your creative life. Um, you know, and we have guests that come on and talk about what are they experiencing in going outside of the box to create something that they're either pr- they're very proud of, or you know they they firmly believe in and they want to explore it, right? Um, and we've had people who massively quote unquote successful from being in their fifth or sixth or seventh business to people who are just starting up and, you know, they're making a little bit of noise. And so we like to explore all of these options and all these uh, people's paths. And that's what we talk about here. So today, uh, I'm doing a solo episode and it's, it started this morning when I was thinking about a post. Well, I didn't even turn it into a post at first. It was just, I was thinking of this idea about like, you're not crazy. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quick background story. And before I jump into it, it's this idea of often at times you might have an idea, you might have a gut feeling, you might 
um, be thinking something is off. You might um, not be treated right. You might not be accepted. You might be looked at in any number of different ways that just doesn't resonate with you. And it's possible that you, you might think you're crazy in the process. Or people are telling you you're crazy. Why would you quit your job? Why would you leave that relationship? Why would you start your own company now? Why would you, any number of things, right? Which I've said, whether on the podcast in the past or just in general on content, that people will question you because one, their path is not your path and there's some sort of an internal fear. It's not even really meant to be a judgment. I think they're just, they're worried because it's not something they could even fathom for themselves or have even dealt with. Because if you noticed, most of the people who have dealt with it, the first thing they say to you is usually like, fuck yeah, like you should go do that. You should figure that out. I can't, you know, let me know how that goes or how can I support you, right? Notice the difference with the people who support and don't support. So um, last night I was on a panel uh, for Phoenix Fashion Week and um, there was a, uh, a gal on there, an emerging fashion designer who uh, is, you know, designing both physical product and digital product, right, in the digital world. Um, And, uh, you know, uh, international, um, English, I believe, is second or third language. And she was pitching her concepts to, um, you know, the the investors and the the mentors and everybody. And, um, you know, very nice panel. Uh, And they were trying to understand her, but they were asking questions and they couldn't get it. And what she was trying to basically say was that um, you know she wanted to design concepts that you know could be shipped to people as a, a physical product, but also like live digitally, and so she got a lot of questions, um, and it wasn't connecting with the audience of mentors. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and um, she almost started to doubt herself a little bit. You or at least you could hear it like, um, oh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, this this is my first time pitching, and um, she was saying some things and. I literally, I really felt this human being at that point because I remember, well, I, so I cut in and I was like the fourth or fifth person to ask a question. And I said, so-and-so, if I hear you correctly, I believe what you're wanting to do is you're wanting to design fashion that you can deliver a physical product. People can purchase an NFT, a non-fungible token in the blockchain that verifies your work. So they have an experience. And they can also have like your, you want to design fashion for like the metaverse. It, it exists in the, in the digital realm as well too, just like in video games and other places. And she goes, yes. And she felt seen and heard. And I said, and if I'm guessing right, when people purchase like an NFT or like they, you know, kind of have a piece of your work that's also, you know, can't count, be counterfeit and certified on the blockchain, you then can send them a physical good. And, um, you know, you have like kind of like this ongoing relationship between you and, and your, your customer. And she's like, yeah, th- that's exactly what I want to do. And I was like, okay, perfect. You're not crazy. You're early. And I was like, it's still very early for these types of concepts, but they are happening and you're smart. So don't apologize. You need to double down on this and you need to keep thinking through this and working through it and executing through this because it's happening. It's going to happen. Not a lot of people get it right now, but a lot that do are leading the space and they're crushing it. And she felt relieved for a number of reasons, which I totally get because we like to be made felt like we're not crazy, but that we're maybe onto something. Sometimes we're not onto something. Sometimes we need to validate that too. Let's be realistic about that. But for the most part, 
if you're in your gut, you're not crazy. And so it was nice to hear her sigh of relief that um, somebody got her. And um, it prompted me to think about the whole concept of you're not crazy, you're just early. I dealt with that. I dealt with that way back at the beginning when I was in music, the music industry in like 2000, 2001. And I said, digital music and MP3s are the future. Artists can own more of their work and you, you may want to, you know, um, be a part of that. And record labels laughed, you know, and they were just like, no, sure, kid, we're suing Napster. It's not going to happen. You know, you'll see. Um, and it's actually literally taken almost maybe 18, 19 years. I mean, my first startup was around music and the internet and how to give more power back to the artist. That's how long it has taken for, you know, you're seeing apps like it now with United Masters and like Beatport and BeatStars and all these others like that give more empowerment to um, back to the artists um, to manage their own music. Now it's a more common thing and a common conversation. Imagine being 18, 19 years early. Believe me, it's excruciatingly painful. And it, since I grew up with the internet from, you know, AOL and Napster days all the way up through TikTok, right? And everything in between. I basically, as new platforms came out, I had to explain to a lot of businesses what was happening. And they really, some got it or wanted, at least wanted to move in it. Most, there was a lot of resistance, you know, there's resistance to change. And it's easy for people to think that'll never work. You're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about, you know? And so that's what prompted me then to go ahead and do a post this morning. And I'm actually going to go through each of the posters, nine posts, because the fact is, is that we're a lot of times told we're crazy in many different areas of our life. And I want to relate to you guys in each of these, and then also kind of give you a piece of advice that has been working for me or I'm continuing to practice. Um, but it happens in all areas of our life. In a weird way, we kind of get gaslit. <laughs> you know, there's like gaslighting from people everywhere. Sometimes it's gaslighting. Sometimes it's just ignorance of people on the other side. And sometimes it's just, they just don't know too. Like it's not even anybody's fault. And if we learn to not take it so personally, right? And tie our, our move, our next move to anyone's validation. Um, if we don't tie that move to anyone's validation, we're like way ahead of most people. And you just have to then be, you have to lean in and you have to do it. Um, and to be perfectly honest with you, here's a quick piece of advice on that. That is way more relieving than you actually th can think. And I'll give you a quick perspective on that, which is if they don't think it's possible, they're not paying attention to you. You could literally fuck up a million times and they wouldn't actually know like because they're just not paying attention to you and you could do right and they may still not be paying attention to you, but you're getting the customers, you're getting the followers, you're getting the subscribers, you're getting whatever. You get to create in your own world and not be constantly under the microscope. Think about what that's like if you're under the microscope, like we're funding you or we're, we're believing in you, you better do this. Well, that's going to not like, that's going to really impinge on your creativity. You don't have freedom to express yourself sometimes. Be thankful when they don't pay attention. Like literally, I've actually thought about that many times. Be so thankful when they don't pay attention because you have the freedom to just express yourself. So I did a post on Instagram. If any of my new listeners or anybody that's come across us that didn't come across me from my Instagram, at Matt Gottesman, you can go check it out there. You can also DM and text me and, you know, right on the wall. Um, the post started off, post number one, you're not crazy. You're just worth more than being treated like an option. My friends, this is in every relationship you have. 
obviously it's in your personal life and let's start there because, um, you know, it happens. Um, you are not an option. You're a choice. And I think there's a very distinct difference. Um, when somebody is with you, like in partnership, they have to actively choose to be with you every single day, just as you have to choose to be with them every single day. You cannot beg someone. You cannot like change somebody. You cannot like tell and do all this stuff and, you know, kind of direct them in any given way. Um, you have to, you have to t remove this idea that you're an option. A lot of times that could be connected to worthiness, fear. Let's just lean into it and just discuss it. It could be fear that you're going to be alone. It could be worthiness that like, you know, can it get any better? Yes, actually it can get a lot better. You can actually get a lot better and you can actually have a lot better people in your life. Um, to, uh, you know, um, to value and to any number of sometimes weird things our, our brain makes up, that's just not true. Cause if we're not treated right or like a choice and with respect, there's something wrong. And if you don't allow yourself to be treated that way, you can get very stuck and you can think you're crazy. And you're not crazy. You just have to voice up and you have to like, the moment you start really owning more of your value and worth, the better outcomes that you will see everywhere. It seems simple because it is. What makes it hard is because for whatever reason, you feel the blockage of just not being able to like say, I'm worth this. I'm worth more. And Let's be honest, people are fucking brutal sometimes when they talk to you. Like you'd say, you know what? I don't deserve to be treated that way. And then what's the problem is they may be like, they may lash it out at you. They may project at you. They may gaslight you. They may say any number of things that kind of put, try to put you back into a place of submission. But you know how to, you should know how to treat people and you should know how to be treated. It's very simple. But People struggle, I think, uh, and I have at various times as well, too. You're not alone on that. Uh, people struggle with, um, you know, caring about what somebody else thinks. You should always care about what you think and feel, first and foremost. And really good people will listen to you straight up. It's that simple. So, and this isn't just in relationships, this is also in business relationships and, and whether it's with business partners. Right? How of in your own personal partnership, you think you guys are gonna agree on everything? Are you fucking crazy? There's no way you're gonna agree on everything. So you have to learn how to communicate. Same in business partnerships. It's like, hey, like, well, okay, like what tripped you up? What tripped you up? Like, let's talk about that. Let's lean into that. Um, you know, and if in a whether with a job or a business partnership, if they're treating like an option. You know, and kind of like, well, I could always go get better here. I could always get that here. And by the way, in the work world, in the corporate world, they treat everybody like an option. <laughs> so I'd say 98% of the time, I don't think I'm wrong, but like, uh, I, I also would love to be wrong at the same time. I wish it were different in my opinion, but because what does labor and capital do? Labor says, well, I don't like to be treated that way. You know, the people providing the capital say, well, you can go somewhere else. Um, I don't think that's real leadership, by the way. I actually think that's... Um, bullshit. And I actually think that's cowardice. I think um, a real leader in a corporate environment would basically say something along the lines of um, what happened? How are you feeling? And, you know, and by the way, 
corporate could still be right. They could be like, you know what? Um, I see that you got offended, but I think you might also be taking it personally, but I want to hear you. Like, let, let me listen that out. I'm like, oh, I think what you heard was this, but like, what do you think that might be in relation to? You know, soft skills like communication and um, honesty and actually like leaning into real conversations. But um, again, you're not here to be an option. And I think that society has kind of weird systematically made people feel like an option or, you know, I, I can always have another option, right? Um, so I say make yourself a choice. So that's number one. Number two, you're not crazy. You just feel something's off and you know energy never lies. This is where all of you are getting in trouble. <laughs> Basically, like, and I, when I say all of you, it happens to me as well too. You know what you know when you know and you know it. That's just how it is. You know what you know when you know it and that's what you know. Um, whether or not you listen to that voice, that gut inside of you um, is your choice. Back to choices. And it's hard to sometimes have the conversation, have the conversation. So if something's off, have the conversation. Anybody on the other side that is not keen to have the conversation or doesn't handle it well, gives you every answer that you already need. Now, sometimes, by the way, conversations aren't even needed. Sometimes you just have to remove yourself from a situation because you feel the energy. There's nothing really else to say you do not have to go and validate your energy. You don't have to go and validate your thoughts internally or your gut. You don't have to say much. In fact, if anything, that actually can save you from a lot of like, you know, um, confrontation that I'm not saying avoid confrontation. That's actually bad. I'm saying that a lot of times if you're trying to convince somebody who doesn't really want to hear it, all you're going to do is run in circles. So, the end of the day is, you know energy, you can feel it. I'm not saying react right away. I'm saying respond accordingly after you have digested what that energy is telling you, and then you can make an appropriate move. But it happens to all of us. You feel it, it, It'll happen until the day you die, by the way. So you might as well start practicing it. Um, it'll be our whole lives. They say, you know, it doesn't get better, or excuse me, it doesn't get easier, you just get better, and it's true. Um, and after a while, it almost does kind of feel a little easier in some capacity because you're able to have the tools and resources internally to ask, like, you know, you know how to check in with your energy, like, hmm, what's going on? I'm not saying say this out loud. I'm just saying to yourself, like, what's going on? Why am I feeling this? I'd be curious. Let me explore this. Maybe let me ask this question. Critical thinking comes from understanding your gut and your energy. And then it allows you to ask appropriate questions um, calmly without, like, going in for some sort of a fight. If somebody else feels defensive, that's on them. It doesn't belong to you. But you have to like, you know, energy doesn't lie. So you have to go with it. Number three, you're not crazy. <laughs> you just rather spend Friday night dancing around your house naked than be around 500 strangers at a club. Uh, so you ever get the like, oh, you don't want to go out with us tonight. Oh, like, what do you mean you don't want to go out? What do you mean you stay home all the time? Oh, like, you know. You know, fun, you know this, you know that. Okay, first of all, there's a lot to unpack in this one. Um, there is nothing wrong with going to a club. I'm going to stress this right now. I did it in my 20s and in over 40 countries. Totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. So let's, let's, let's uh, make sure that the person talking right now is also accountable for his <laughs> own journey at one time too. 
Um, you know, did it with intention though too because I was in a lot of different cultures and I was traveling a lot and I wanted to, you know, just be out. I, I, but also later on I knew kind of why. Um, you know, uh, it's okay to want to stay at home. You do not have to defend yourself. First of all, you just like you know, you see the famous quotes and memes online. Everybody's dying to go out. I want to know what's so bad at home that you can't be there, right? Your home is your sanctuary. It's where you build your paradise. It's where you build your your life and you're there more often. You should like love being there. You should not be antsy with, I have to be doing something, I have to go somewhere and all that stuff. And, and I, it makes, I shouldn't say you should not be. It, it happens, it completely happens. Um, the more I dove into entrepreneurship and my work and play melded together, by the time Friday night hit, I was like, cool, I'm breaking from the marathon because I'm not really working a job all week that I don't like. Why do I bring that up? Because sometimes people are like, I can't, I, they live for the weekend. Gary Vee once said, if you live for the weekend, your shit is broke. Um, I mean, that's pretty direct and bold, but <laughs> you know, uh, I, you know, I'll give a little grace. I, do I agree with him? Absolutely. Um, because he's basically saying, you know, if um, you don't like what's going on during the week and you just can't wait for a weekend, you might want to think about how you can like every day. And if you want to like every day, what would you be doing that would make you like a little bit more of every day of your life, not just the weekend? And I think that's where he's saying the shit is broke. Actually, I know that's actually what he really means. Um, and if not, I think my then that version's better. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, but I believe I believe that that's what he means. And meaning. Friday night hits, I'm out, they're out all weekend, numbing, 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 numbing. I don't want to deal with anything. Let me just, you know, do whatever out, like, right? People just want to go out and get numb and um, that's life, right? And spend all the money that they just earned from the whole week and thus staying in a very interesting loop um, of dopamine hits that come from the weekend that actually can make people feel um, like, everything is golden. Now, first of all, I had those uh, phases as well too. So I have full accountability that there were, I was still a little bit different. I don't know because I never went every single weekend that really wasn't ever my style. And my twenties, I had a startup and um, there were a lot of nights actually in weekends that I gave up. Um, but there were also phases where I, I did live abroad and I went to other things and like where I was constantly out um, exploring and, and having fun. And there were phases and there's nothing wrong with that either. Um, but you're not crazy for wanting to stay in and you're not crazy, um, for, you know, wanting to just be around less energy. I, the biggest thing is the more spiritual I got when I went to clubs later on, just out of like, you know, someone's birthday and you're like, all right, you know what? I'll stop by. Holy shit. Like it was such a weird, interesting experience because I felt like I was having more fun at the club, like just chilling, not even really being about anything than like. You could feel the energy of like, <laughs> like now, first of all, to my European, everybody outside of America audiences, by the way, because I lived in other parts of the world, y'all are on some other shit that I absolutely love because clubs there with you'll have 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds at like you're a whole vibe. So let me just preface that. I think I'm talking more about the US, <laughs> you know, uh, and I love, I love, I love us. I love our country, but it's just the idea of. Um, I just noticed in other countries because like it's more cultural based, like in terms of um, dancing as a culture, um, the music as a culture, the wine as a culture, the, um, you know, the the conversation. It, it, it's more like 
just it's just cultural based um in the u.s some spots are like that and then i think other spots are just kind of like hey let's just you know go get wild and out right <laughs> so i just noticed that the energy was um was unique it was very different uh, when i was a little bit older and i was like oh wow like you saw a lot of people kind of like scoping each other out on the prowl instead of just kind of enjoying themselves more present it was sort of like you know constantly just like everybody sizing each other up and who who's gonna hit on who and who's gonna do what and all this stuff and, and it's an interesting place to be later on and to then look and observe and be like wow like uh, you just want to go up and like hug and be like hey it's gonna be all right like you you know you should be present and just dancing and having fun and i learned that from going overseas um so but the, the the bigger point though is that like you should never feel the pressure for going out um, you should always be, you know, feeling great at home. And if you want to stay at home, you do not need to think, uh, you do not need to defend at anybody and you're not crazy. Okay. Number four, uh, you're not crazy. You just want to take care of your body. So you live longer, happier, healthier, more confident. Now I did also put in there, maybe you want to look at yourself in the mirror and say, damn. <laughs> so, um, Okay. Let's have a quick health conversation. Um, a healthy body comes in all shapes and sizes. It's how you treat your body that is very important. It's what you put in your body. Okay. Um, so, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like people are like, oh, like, you know, you're, you know, constantly eating, you know, really good things. And by the way, I, I more, in more recent years learned, like, I actually eat more than I've ever eaten before and recipes that I, I never knew about it's because I learned nutrition and like they're even greater tasting than stuff that I used to eat I'm like oh my god I, I didn't even really know that this was possible it wasn't until I turned it into a lifestyle um, and I think that's where sometimes the conversation gets a little quirky is because a lot of people say like well I should be able to eat whatever I want and not be thought crazy that's that's also true like but you know when I think people judge the people who are like, you know, really wanting to learn health, they go and, you know, oh, you're a health nut or, oh, you're, you know, you're a health freak and you're, you're this and you're that, um, you know, don't, they may just be really trying to heal themselves. Um, your body is this amazing um, machine that your soul was given. And when you take care of your body, you can heal things you didn't even imagine. You can heal emotional wounds. You can heal your skin. You can heal your gut. You can heal your mind, your brain. You can think clearer. Sometimes it's just the results of taking care of your, your, yourself. Um, you can actually understand like, well, why? So some of these other posts, like, why are you stuck? You, sometimes you can get unstuck. Most of the time you get unstuck simply from taking care of your body and your mind um so keep that in you know keep that at the forefront um you're not crazy for wanting to like figure out how to heal yourself internally and it definitely starts with what you put in your body and that's not always also food a lot of times it's also what you read it's you know content it's all kinds of different things right so when i say your body i say your vessel that is housing your soul <laughs> You should want to take care of the vessel that is housing your soul. If you don't treat yourself a certain way, well, we can go right back to the very first one. Why would anybody else treat you a certain way? I know it's a harsh reality, but it is a fucking reality. You have to treat yourself well. 
if you get like a brand new car and you love the body of the car and you love the engine, you love what it is and you're like, you're so proud. Any car, by the way, you take such good care of it. Why do you respect it so much? And why can't you respect your body the same way? Again, I'm talking about all shapes and sizes because like, you know, um, a lot of people also, you know, men and women can also have curves and be all different, you know, uh, heights and stuff like that. I'm just saying that like respecting your body to just keep nourishing it and keep, you know, inputting the right, um, uh, you know, information and foods and, you know, you should respect it the way you would respect things. Your body's a vessel, it's housing your soul. So that's what I mean by that. And yes, the bonus is a little bit more confidence might come from being like, oh shit, look at me, you know. Um, but um, if, and I stress this, if you're only doing it for an aesthetic look, you're still going to be left um, unfulfilled. That's my opinion. Uh, I don't believe I'm wrong on that either. <laughs> so uh, number five, you're not crazy. You just know you deserve better and are worthy as fuck. Do I really need to say much more of this? You you know what you know and you know what you know. Again, um, two things. Well, let me prep. Let me start with really one. Yes, you deserve better. You also have to treat people with respect and you also have to make sure you are treated with respect. Everybody, all of us deserve better. We also have to behave like better. We uh, sometimes it can be an entitled society where I deserve this. Well, are you behaving like that? You know, or you deserve it because you just gave for so long, you know, without boundaries and without, you know, thinking of, you know, and to the wrong people and a lot of different things. Um, and, you know, now it's, well, I deserve this. Well, look, behave like the person you believe you deserve. There, I'll leave it at that. I think that one's pretty much spot on. Uh, and you're worthy to do so. Uh, number six, you're not crazy. You're just early to the game before the market sees it. This is my favorite one. <laughs> not my favorite one. One of my favorite ones. But this goes back to the beginning of, of the show uh, when I was talking about like the music industry and, and um, you know, digital and all that stuff. Listen, sometimes you're just early. Just like the gal with the fashion design and the NFTs and all that stuff. Sometimes you're just early. Of course, you're going to think you're crazy. If the market cannot validate you, but you are seeing a growing trend amongst consumption of the people who do see it, who are enthralled by it. So a lot of people are into crypto, a lot, maybe not the mass audiences, but a lot of people, a lot of people are into digital art, a lot of people are into gaming, a lot of people are into fashion, a lot of people are into like, you know, buying the fashion and the sneakers on in the gaming consoles online. You're not crazy. This woman was not crazy. She knew. She saw it. And so if she were talking to a panel of gaming enthusiasts and fashion, you know, uh, digital fashion, digital art enthusiasts, they'd be like, where can I find your stuff? Can I purchase it right now? So you're not crazy. You just might be early to the game before the market sees it. And you may be in front of the wrong audience. That's a lot of times. And I, I, I've dealt with this throughout my entire life. When I was in front of the right audience, the right online communities, or even in-person communities, man, like people were like, oh, you're not alone. What do you think this podcast is? We're a community. You're not alone. So keep that in mind. Number seven, you're not crazy. You just rather invest after earning a raise than upgrade your lifestyle. This is whether you close a deal, close a contract, right? Um, or you work for a nine to five, you know, a corporate job, you get a raise. No one says you have to now go get the fancier car, the fancier watch, the fancier place, 
quite frankly, I think it's the opposite. I say you take your bonuses and say thank you. You play it low key. You invest it somewhere, you know, whatever makes sense or, or, you know, or have it work for you in some capacity, right? I can't really give that kind of a level of advice. But like the idea of a lot of people are constantly playing catch up, you know, or um, uh, keeping up with the Joneses is the expression, right? Um, meaning the people next door who like, they have the car now and now you have to get the car. They have the watch and you have to get the watch. They have more bigger house and you have to get a bigger house. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people with a lot of things and in the external, um, look like they got everything all, um, you know, right. You don't know. They could be far overextended and the numbers are insane. By the way, I think it's like 90 some percent or 80 some percent are overextended living paycheck to paycheck. You may not see it because you're like, oh, I only make 3000 a month. Somebody that makes 30,000, 50,000, 100,000 a month, but is overextended. And I'll give you a perfect example because this happened last year with music and touring. There were artists who were making, you know, upwards of like uh, half a million a month in touring to a million. Suddenly they stopped touring. They didn't have any other income coming from anywhere. And they would even talk about it online. And people were like, how do you not have money? Like you make all this money. They basically were having a million dollars coming in and a million one lifestyle. So they were over, they basically were overspending knowing just like, just like, just like anybody else, just like a person making $3,000 a month knows that on the first and 15th, they're paid $1,500 each month, right? Same with them. They knew, oh, well, a million's coming in this month, next month, next month, next month, and that got taken away. You don't know, you know, the goal, I think is, you know, is to um, set yourself up. So not only do you have your needs taken care of, but you eventually have stuff working for you. There is nothing, you're not crazy for wanting to do that. And let people be like, oh, we're going to the club. Oh, we're going here. Oh, how, how come you're still driving that car? I'm like, how come you like never have any money? You know what I mean? What do you mean I have plenty of money? Like, do you? Like, I'm chilling, you know? So, um, you know, you're not crazy. Again, I think you're playing it smart. I think you're, you're thinking about the future while also managing your present and managing your mental health present. Cause you're like, you know what? I God forbid there's an emergency. I, you know, I got to take care of, want to take a vacation? Cause I've been working so hard. Cool. I've got some liquidity. You know, I don't do anything crazy. My bills are paid. I have, don't really have that much debt. You know, like you have options. Now you can have options. Options are good there. You have choices and options there. Options there are good because you're making your own life. Okay. Number eight, you're not crazy. You just don't want to do anything that compromises your integrity or your soul. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say on that one. Basically, um, this is me. This one is, is heavily me. Um, well, all these I've dealt with, but like this one's very heavily me. Um, you can always be presented with ways to shortcut the line. You can always be presented with opportunities that may get you further ahead, but don't feel right. You can always be, you know, altering your course to appeal to the masses because, you know, it happens to anybody. You're like, oh, like, I love my work. I want more people to feel it. I want more people to see it, which concurrently that comes from the ego. Um, and at the end of the day, you have to really ask yourself, is this how I want to earn it? Is this what I really want from me? Is this, does this actually feel right? 
And all these are all intertwined because if I make good choices and I choose myself and I choose my integrity and I choose my soul, then that's also what I'll attract in a partner, in uh, business, in opportunities, in everything. You can't just go around um, gifting out, you know, or I shouldn't say gifting out, um, you know, compromise the things that mean the most to you because you want to get somewhere faster or make something happen faster. You will feel tempted to makes perfect sense. It's hard. That's training. That's practice. But in and of itself, something will fail off. And more often than not, it usually can lead to some more lessons. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but after a while, I just want my fucking peace. That's actually the older I get, the more I realize I want my peace. Um, and I want to be able to move about the cabin of the world the way I want to move and, you know, uh, feel good about everything I'm doing. That's it. P.S. The bonus, <laughs> the bonuses that come with that are, you know, health and wealth and, you know, partnership. And if you, if that's what you want, um, and, um, uh, opportunities, um, everything, you know, your well, actually health, wealth, partnership pretty much dictates everything, <laughs> you know, but like, uh, you know, love all of these things are so, um, you can have all of them. Um, when you don't compromise your integrity, your soul now tough part sometimes is the pool sometimes is a little bit smaller. Um, even when you're playing in that realm. And, um, so it's sometimes disappointing when people or, you know, you know people in, in a lot of different areas may not rise to that occasion for us. And that's okay, too. We can't judge them back, um, but we have to keep moving forward. And um, again, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe and attracts everything else in your life that you need. So and number nine, you're not crazy. You're just waking up to your life and you know it's been you all along. So... Um, we're living in an interesting time. Um, there have always been problems in the world and, um, every generation and every, um, century there has been, you know, lots of, uh, human ways of approaching life that sometimes are not, uh, you know, very nice to look at, right? But at the end of the day, um, that really doesn't matter. What matters is, again, like your choices and your understanding of who you are. And the more you pay attention to your emotions and um, how you're feeling, what your needs are, what you want, your behavior, your character, um, how to talk, how to express yourself, how to create, um, how to handle your body, how to handle your finances, you know, how to handle your food and your nutrition. Um, all these things bring all the power back to you. If you leave it up to the world to make those decisions for you, whether through validation systems, jobs, um, other people in general, um, you will always be feeling somewhat unfulfilled and not really um, in control. 
we don't have control over the world and we don't have control of everybody else. And yes, there's a lot of crazy shit going on. It really comes down to your own character and behavior. I know you think, well, I'm just one person. And it's always been kind of the problem is that a lot of people say, I'm just one person. If all the one people, even on, even on the, listening on this podcast, well, if that's like thousands and thousands of people that are like, all right, then I'll be that one person that has a multiplier effect and a compound effect. Um, and, um, you know, we're only living in cages because of the mind. So if you want at any time, you can leave it. Um, but that's a choice. So, uh, you're not crazy as you wake up and you're seeing shit for what it really is. It's what it really is. It also doesn't belong to you anymore and you can't really, you know, um, be a part of it. You have to now, once you're free, yeah, it's sometimes a little crazy when you think about like all the things that maybe you used to be attached to or all the things that you used to fight for and all the things that you used to blame and all the things that you used to point your fingers at and all this other stuff. But once you start seeing it and you start kind of putting the pieces together more, um, after some time, you start to feel a lot more of the peace because you're in control of creating that for yourself. And that is the most freeing feeling. So on that, I'm going to stop there because I didn't intend this to be a 40 minute episode. But um, those are my nine posts. You can go check it out at Matt Gottesman. Um, and the date, depending on when you guys hear this, is uh, July 30th. Um, would love to get you guys input on the wall. Please feel free to comment. You guys can also DM me about this. But you're not crazy. You're not crazy no matter what people tell you. Um, you know, when you, uh, are having your thoughts, your gut telling you something, wanting to do something different than the norm and the masses, you're not crazy. You're just an individual who wants to choose a different path. And that's your choice. That actually makes you the most free. And nobody that can understand that is nobody that can understand that. <laughs> that's exactly why you're met with resistance sometimes is because, you're free and they may not be. And hopefully by the way you make choices, they'll eventually see it and they too will become free. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Thank you guys as always. Uh, thank you for the constant feedback. For those of you, if you really enjoyed this uh, podcast, please feel free to leave a five-star rating and review uh, on Apple. Um, it helps them you know, expand the show's discovery even more. I really appreciate you guys. You guys are incredible. As always, I appreciate you guys. Uh, for myself, Matt Gottesman, and The Hustle Sold Separately, we are out.